0: Welcome to a new episode of the Film at Lincoln Center podcast. This week, we're excited to present a conversation with director Christian Petzold, whose new film, A Fire, is now playing in our theaters, courtesy of Janice and Sideshow Films. Get tickets now to A Fire at filmlink.org AFIRE. Set against the backdrop of a seaside town, threatened by encroaching wildfires, Christian Petzold's latest film is a breezy, often funny, yet emotionally layered melodrama of creative and romantic insecurities along the German Riviera. The film centers around Leon, a disgruntled novelist struggling to finish his manuscript while traveling with his photographer friend to a vacation home near the Baltic Sea, where they're met by an unexpected third house guest, Nadja, played by Paula Beer, whose presence distracts Leon as much as it cringingly exposes his self-obsessed bubble. Full of sunkissed tints and nocturnal blues, a fire finds the director operating with a deceptively light touch, but what starts as a hangout comedy gradually opens up into something entirely more surprising and psychologically complex. The film is the winner of the Silver Bear Grand Jury Prize at the 2023 Berlin International Film Festival. We're happy to announce Sofia Coppola's Priscilla as the centerpiece selection of the 61st New York Film Festival. Coppola, who in her remarkable filmography has so often returned to intimate portraits of women living complicated lives behind closed doors has found a subject exquisitely tailored to her interests in Priscilla Presley, whose love affair and marriage to Elvis kept her in the public eye before she had truly experienced the world. NYFF 61 takes place from September 29th through October 15th. Passes are now on sale and going fast, and are discounted through August 17th. Get yours at filmlink.org slash passes. Now please enjoy the conversation between Christian Petzold and moderator, Film Comments co-deputy editor Devika Garish.
1: We come directly from dinner and sometimes it's like my whole body knows that when, if there's Q&A uh, my stomach is filled up with because we always have dinner during the screenings. And when and then later on the stage i'm totally exhausted by food yeah? and all the, the audience has, has is hungry and thirsty <laughs> and they have they need oxygen yeah and i come from oxygen from white wine and so you you, was, d-
2: you yeah? did turn down the, turn down the second glass so you know i
1: i, I know I, i'm i'm working yeah. because of after the second glass i can't speak german also <laughs> yeah? this is, uh, this, is uh, this is a bad thing yeah and uh, i stayed here some years ago with a retrospective and uh, with Dennis Lim, I remember, and uh, he asked me about my favorite movies and uh, I said there was a movie uh, I, I like very much about a bank robbery yeah, and he don't believe me. He thinks I have because I'm from Europe and Germany and the Muslim be uh, Ingmar Bergman or something. Yeah? So, But I love this movie with uh, the what's a thief hmm? Dan of Thieves yeah. <laughs> and I love it I, I've seen it again because I thought perhaps it's a, uh, it's a mistake I made or, Yeah, but it's a really great movie I, I like it very much you put much. it
2: in your Criterion Top 10 and all your New York fans know it because yeah
1: and oh, <laughs> oh New York fans yeah. It, yeah. And, and then I told a story which was not a lie that I was First time I was in New York, it was also in the Lincoln Center with Barbara, it was eleven or twelve years ago, and I lived in the Trump Center. Yeah, there was a hotel there, uh, with together with Abbas Kirostami from Iron. And we, we met in the in the breakfast room, and he had uh, cereals and uh, orange juice and espresso. And I I had a an, an egg, an espresso. And also to orange juice, and everybody from us has to pay ninety-five dollars. Yeah, and 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 I said we are from the festival, and the waitress said um, breakfast is not included. <laughs> yeah? yeah, So, so we 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 have, we, we talked so fantastic about uh, filmmaking and storytelling, and from this moment on, we silence at the table. Yeah. And, and the next, and the next day, because this Trump Tower is near the Central Park, I went to the Central Park to have a cheaper breakfast, and, uh, you know, with a sandwich and a coffee and the an Italian, a little, uh, not the restaurants, so what what the Sta-
2: like little stalls. Store, yeah, yeah.
1: And and I was there, and then I saw Abbas Kerustani there. Yeah. <laughs> also, also with sandwich and a sandwich and a and a and a cappuccino, and. Uh, and So I feel a little bit ashamed that he thinks that I'm a cheap guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
2: well, he had the same thought clearly. Yeah, yeah. And,
1: and, and he thought the same. I said, mm. "I'm here to uh, I want to see uh, the place where Jonathan Glazer had made birth with a heart attack and so." <laughs> yeah, and and he said, "I'm here because I've seen Kenneth Lonergan's fantastic film uh, Margaret, and I want to see the place where." when met Damon in his new bicycle yeah so we are both lying we know that we are lying and then we have a uh, cappuccino together this was great
2: oh yeah. yeah. well rest in peace abbas it's so great that you had that interaction with him yeah um, mind you i have not asked a single question yet yeah. so we'll see how this goes but
1: uh, but i like not to talk about <laughs> ab- about the movie but because when when i in the small s- the village I grew up, we have we haven't got a cinema uh, since I was nine. The last movie I saw was Jungle Book, and then it closed, and so we haven't got a cinema. And uh, but we have a cinema in school, yeah, a, a film club, yeah? and we have teachers who destroys everything. Yeah, and we have seen movie, uh, um, the loneliness of the long distance runner, for example. Yeah, so we have to see it. And he, the film f- was finished. Yeah the lights was were switched on and then he starts talking about the movie and oh. everything was gone. So therefore I tried to tell stories about Abbas Kirostami <laughs> and the Trump Tower not to talk so directly about the, my own movie.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, but we'll talk about your movie <laughs> because that's my job here. I, I kind of got to do it. Uh, but hopefully we can keep it interesting. So... I wanted to start by asking you about the title club sandwich. Oh. <laughs> which is the name of the novel that the protagonist of a fire is writing and it's such a curious title but I also know that after you made the mo- like after you called it club sandwich in the script you had a realization for why you called it club sandwich so maybe you can tell the audience about that.
1: Yes, um, uh, um, sometimes when you are writing a script, you don't know what is happening. Uh, what, I, ho- I had the whole time I had the feeling that this asshole writer, this boring guy, is not me. Yeah, he's very far away from me. <laughs> yeah, so and I want to laugh about him. Yeah, so but during the work, uh, during the work with the actors, and they are very intelligent, especially Paula Bear is very intelligent. Yeah. And they know something's happening. Yeah? And they know that this writer and I, we, there is something. Yeah? In, in it, yeah? And um, so Paula uh, asks me if I had uh, the, uh, the same problems with my second movie like he had with his second novel. Yeah? And I said, yeah, I had problems in this time and I talk about these problems. It was a little bit like this. I have a, su- I have a su- succeed... S- success, no, no success. Thank you. Uh, uh, I have a success with uh, my first movie after the education at the film academy, and I received half million dollars mm. yeah, for the next one. And I want to show the world that I'm a very intelligent. And
2: your first movie was pilots. Pilots, yes. yeah,
1: female pilots, yeah. Mm. and. Uh, so I went, and, and I was on the stage the first time in my life. I was in the middle of discussions. I was on festivals. Pe- people saw me like standing on panels, and I have a big mouth, and so. And I would never want to leave the stage again. Eh? And um, I was thirty-five years old, and I have to pay the society something back. Eh? So, and so I have written very fast a film noir based on a. The movie Detour by Edgar Ulmer, and uh, I'm with cabriolets, fantastic uh, blonde uh, blonde women, yeah, uh, near the Belgian coast, and it was a little bit. I I, everybody around me, the DOP, everybody say fantastic movie, great, this like Meville and so, so. I was surrounded by male subjects and not by female subjects, but what is always a mistake yeah? and um, they say what a fantastic director I am and uh, after the rushes in the afternoon yeah? when we after shooting we see the 35mm rushes they say my god great fantastic and so yeah. and then my uh, girlfriend now it's uh, my wife she visited me during the shooting and uh, for 3-4 hours she uh, she was there during the shooting and after in the evening she said you are playing a director really hard sentence. You're playing director, I want to go back home. Yeah, I don't under, uh, recognize you anymore. Yeah. And this was very hard. It was the first female reaction in this time. Yeah. And uh, So I told this story to the actors of Fire. Yeah. And then they asked me, um, what's, the, what, what's the title of your second movie? And I said it was Cuba Libre. Yeah. And... Uh, then they start laughing very loud. Yeah? And I said, Why are you laughing? It's not a joke, Cuba Libre. It's a fantastic title. I've started to defend myself from 1995 again. <laughs> and they said, No, it's uh, it's like club sandwich. Yeah. Club sandwich and Cuba Libre, is the same, the same picture. Yeah, when you see the words, yeah. One is for eating and one is for drinking, both are shit. Yeah. And <laughs> so and and I know, uh, th- mm, so I know that they, it was like a psychoanalysis treatment yeah? uh, with with one victim that was me, yeah? <laughs> and uh, and all the actors have a fantastic uh, they have a fantastic mood after. The, Thomas Schubert, who's playing Leon, knows that I know everything about his character, yeah? and he and uh, so from this moment on, he trusts everything. Yeah, and this was very good for all the others, but not for me. And this this atmosphere that they make jokes about me and about Cuba Libre, or uh, yeah. so, so. Sometimes when 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 the actors in the morning, when they said they said the good morning, they say, Cuba Libre, Cuba Libre. Yeah? And <laughs> when I'm near, and this I don't like so much, but I have to uh, to stand it. Yeah? So I know everything about this guy, mm. and because uh,
2: you are you were him.
0: Yes
1: can 't defend myself anymore <laughs> yeah? and but it 's for me to see, therefore, perhaps the movie is something special for me it 's because it relieved me, mm. yeah the, uh, the work with the act- actors relieved me in a humorful way yeah? and um, so in the scene when paula Baer asks, what 's the title of your 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 novel and he said uh, 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 not Cuba Libre? Club sandwich, club sandwich. Yeah, It's such such a fantastic job. We all are laughing, yes? and uh, so it was for me. It's, it was a really relief. This uh, um, also a little a step in in the, um, the like I'm working. I must say, I trust the actors. Um.
2: Yeah. Um, so speaking of psychoanalysis. The last time that you had a movie show at Lincoln Center was unfortunately virtual. You had Undina here and you did a virtual Q&A and you talked about how you had COVID right after Undina showed at the Berlinale and then you had erotic dreams during COVID. And I know that those dreams have a connection to a fire.
1: Yes. Um, (laughs) It's when you have fever. I um, uh, Paula and I we stayed in Paris our interpreter not her but our interpreter in in Paris uh, during a press conference he fall he was helpless he falls down to the ground yeah and we uh, we thought he's dead <laughs> for a moment but then uh, some chocolate and orange juice helped and um, he come back but Paula and I we are we were infected with covid by him yeah, he was also yeah? S- because we want to help him. Yeah, and this was a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so we we both came back to Berlin, and we both have the infection of COVID. It was in March 2020. That means there was no vac- vaccine at the horizon. Yeah, and so we have, we have fear. I must say we have fear, but we have a present in our luggage by Film de Lausange, this is the company uh, of Eric Romer, and um, they, uh, they have given us the whole work of Eric Romer as a Blu-ray and DVD and so on. And so I was in bed, and I have erotic dreams, not so, not so, uh, they're really, really uh, not not very special, I must <laughs> say. <laughs> yeah? So, yeah. Bore- boring erotic dreams, yeah. So, Ding dong! <laughs> I would expect better from yeah, your yeah. subconscious. Yeah. Huh? yeah. <coughs> but, but we have this Eric Romer f- films, and I, I start when you have when you are lying, uh, have to lay, lay down in bed and have fever. You have you are thinking about things you have made in your life which are not so good. The guilty, the guilty is coming out yeah, from the fever, and so I'm thinking. S- about this and that, then these erotic things, and then um, I start thinking why we and have I've seen all the Romeo movies. Why we in Germany we doesn't have summer movies as a genre? Why the Americans have their summer movies, the last day before everybody's going to high school. Uh, I thought saw a movie, the uh, the myth of American sleepover, for example. Uh, I like these movies. Or a stand by me, yeah, yeah. The, with the Stephen King uh, um, with the r- r- uh, River Phoenix, yeah? and so I think about this, and then the, the, the French people—they have uh, summer movies where uh, Rumer, Jacques Rivette, or, or uh, Guillaume Brack, yeah? and the Swedish Ingmar Bergman, uh, my summer with Monica. So the Italians have that it, uh, with Pasolini and 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 uh, Fellini and the Neorealism. So why we don't have it in Germany? And then I try to work on a theory yeah, that we have uh, made a film 1930 by Billy Wilder, Fred Zinnemann, Edgar Ulmer and Robert Ziotmack. It's People on Sunday. You can, you can hear the... I saw it today in the closet room of uh, Criterion, yeah? People on Sunday. And it's... It's a summer movie. It's 1930. It's a silent movie. It's about people from the working class on a Saturday and on a Sunday near a lake. They are dancing, they are kissing. It's a really a film with wind and body and kissing and f- freedom and it's a, it's an, an, an idea of of weekend and spare time. And uh, so but then the uh, the the fascism in Germany destroys this kind of cinema and all these uh, directors had to leave uh, Germany, uh, the refugees, and they came to Hollywood and they make very hard movies there. Detour is a bad, hard movie. Billy Wilder's Lost Weekend. Double Indemnity. Yeah? So these are really hard, uh, hard, movies. So.
2: Do you mean hard or hard? Hard, uh,
1: like, uh, like like boiled, hard boiled movies. Mm. Yeah. Dark, uh, uh, um, in the night. Yeah? Mm. Shadows. Yeah? Uh, uh, desire. Uh, revenge. Yeah? Like mm. this. Yeah. And so it's something to do with their with their exile and with their experience uh, of the German national socialism mm-hmm. yeah and w- all these uh, directors tried to come back to germany that but there was no place for them anymore and my theory theory was that with them also the summer had uh, vanished mm-hmm. in germany and it's never come back but the summer movies in germany you know summer movies are important because in all summer movies there are no there is no school yeah there is no factory there are no parents. Mm. This is very, very important. Yeah? In all the German summer movies, there are parents. Yeah? Yeah? <laughs> and uh, as if the Germans need the authorities. Yes? Uh, uh, yeah? so, and this, uh, Perhaps it has something to do with the fever, but this was my, f- my, my theory in bed, and therefore, uh, from this theory, a fire starts a little bit, yeah? I must say.
2: So you mentioned like, you know, watching these films about the working class enjoying the summer. And one thing I've always found so interesting about your films is that even if the context is myth and romance, you pay a lot of attention to work. Work and workers are very central in your movies. And I think a fire more so than even the previous movies, where there's a lot of attention paid to what it means to be an artistic worker, what it means to be a seasonal worker, um, right. yeah, and what it, also what it means to have leisure time, like who gets to have leisure time, you know, who gets to enjoy a summer. Can you talk about that, like what, in this movie especially, why were you so interested in in zeroing in on this theme of work?
1: I think work is very, very important. You don't have to show the work the whole time but you have the feeling that these people there, they have to work, they have to earn money, they have a a reference in life. When I was in the plane on Tuesday uh, and the business class oh, yeah. i must say it because um, when you go when you go up from your chair on the business class you can see all the monitors of the people the it displays what they're watching what kind of movies they're watching and 30% are watching a movie with george clooney and uh, and um yeah Julia, Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts yeah it's i thought I'd look at this uh, uh, why they're looking at it? i want to see it all to, i want to see what why they well, uh, uh, they're watching Is this it
2: ticket mm-hmm. of no return yeah. or so? that's what it's called right yeah
1: it's something with a daughter and uh, i've seen the first yeah. 20 minutes the daughter uh, uh, <laughs> and the uh, and uh, the daughter goes to bali and there's a fantastic handsome guy who's who's a uh, farmer for sea wheat, and and George Clooney is a lawyer, and she and and, and Julia Roberts is working in a gallery, and they're both rich. Yeah? They have no work. There is no work. You can't see any work. You don't believe anything about their that their parents, that they have that money is very important for them. That you don't see it. It's not so. so I don't want that when an actor has to play. A farmer that he has to be a farmer for half a year before it's not it's not the thing I like, mm. but you have to feel that the work is something of their identity. Mm. When you are, when you are going to a party, if it, the party is in New York or in Paris or in Berlin, yeah, and you have a drink in the kitchen, and so you don't know how what's your name is Simon. Okay, what are you doing? Yeah, and you say nothing. You can leave the party. Nobody wants to talk with you because you're. Your profession is your identity. Yeah? You can start everything, uh, your conversation, just because of your profession. Or, uh, you can say, I'm writing a script or something like that. It's a little bit like you do nothing. Yeah? But, yeah? <laughs> or or, yeah? or I'm writing my sec- second novel. Uh, what's the name? Cuba Libre. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah? So, yeah? But, but it's something, work is very, very important. Yeah? And so uh, you have to have the work in the movie. You have mm-hmm. it, yeah. Just, just when when Paula Bear in a fire, she sells ice cream. She had made two days. My my daughter, she's a student. She's selling ice cream, yeah, two two days a week, and Paula was two days at her place, and they, she learned to portion, mm-hmm. uh, po- wow. yeah, just mm? the ice cream, and uh, so it was something she knows. That when you want to study and you have no rich parents like Julia Roberts and George Clooney, yeah, <laughs> and you, there's no handsome boy with seaweed from Bali, you <laughs> have you have to sell ice cream, yeah. Mm. And this is important. This is not in, in this thing important that I want to have it in the middle of the movie for the whole time, but it's, it must be a reference. Yeah. Mm. So this is therefore for me work is important. But the people have jobs and they can do. Some t- there was in Barbara, Barbara uh, uh, Nina Hoss and Ronald Seifert, they never were, uh, they, they, they don't know anything about medicine, yeah? but mm. they play uh, doctors. There was a, a scene, they stand in front f- of X ray f- photos yeah? and they're talking, uh, uh, as, I think it's uh, Weber B broke in the second, uh, like this, and they start laughing be- because they, the actors feel ashamed. Yeah, about this, this is not so good to feel ashamed. Yeah? So sometimes uh, you, you you can't pretend. Yeah, this is the problem.
2: Yeah. Um, so you you often use the same actors across movies. So Paul Abier was in Transit, in Undina, in this movie, and then Thomas Schubert is a new entrant, but he's just fantastic. I mean, he he fits the role so perfectly. And I'm curious that when you're casting, what are you looking for in actors? What, is it, what quality really draws you to an actor?
1: The casting, I'm not alone. The, uh, the, at the end of the movie, you can uh, read that is, the movie is uh, dedicated to Simone Bear. She's the casting agent for all my movies since 25 years. And she died in January uh, because of breast, breast cancer. She was a little bit esoteric. Yeah, and as uh, uh, when when they found the the, the cancer in her uh, left breast, she thought she can do it by her own with the help of an Indian idiot. Yeah, and uh, so I talked to her and I said no, that's not possible. Don't believe this shit. Yeah, but then we, uh, it was the time when we. Uh, are working on Undine. And I was in a hospital in Solingen. This was a small city near uh, where we shoot in Undine, the this, this hospital scene. And there was a, a female doctor and she showed us the, the hospital where we can shoot. And um, she was very funny at the beginning. She, she said, George Clooney, oh, George Clooney again. Yeah. George Clooney had a bike accident in. Italy and he was by helicopter he was sent to this hospital because it was uh, specialized for uh, uh, some broken backs and uh, so but the the management of George Clooney said don't tell it to the news or magazines or journalism but Solingen it's a very small town they don't need social networks they do it by themselves Uh after after five minutes... The are gossips. the are gos- the mm. gossips. Uh, therefore, I've, I came from this town. I know, uh, therefore I have left it because it's, uh, the gossip is very hard. Yeah? And, and so, uh, you know, this, this, um, this hospital, the name of the hospital was Klinikum, uh, uh, like a clinic, yeah? mm. Klinikum Solingen. Yeah? And when, George Clooney arrives with a helicopter the the headline in the Solinger Tageblatt the, the magazine the news was the Clooney kommt Solingen yeah so she, she knows everybody so but yeah. okay. at this this woman was I like her very much this and I, I uh, tell her uh, the problems with the well, from the from the um, from the cancer of and of my friend and uh, casting agent Simone and she said call her immediately Stop this shit with this Indian guy. She will die. So I I think she she make a chemotherapy. And so she had three, four more years. And the casting was always together with her. And it's never a casting where we're looking for stars or something. We are looking for ensembles. It's like a little bit as if we want to create a band for music. Yeah, and when you see all together, they could be on the stage like, like like a group. This was a thing. Yeah? And the other thing during casting is I never look at the uh that the DVDs or so. I'm, I'm we are hearing mm. how they are how they are speaking because you can hear if a uh, when if, if someone is lying and pretending and the voice, not in the face. Mm.
2: Yeah. So you don't ask for videos. You only ask for. Tapes or or you only listen. You listen more than you watch.
1: I listen more, and I, I never make a casting like uh, like higher and fire uh, thing uh, with Donald Trump or so. You come in or so. I I I don't like it to sit at a table and make an audition and uh, come in. I uh, well, I'll, I'll give you a call next one, please. And so I I hate this. Yeah? I never will do this. It's something. I think it's something to do with the with the working class thing of my father. He was. Uh, he has no job for three and a half years, and he was totally, totally depressed about this time. Yep. And uh, so I, d- I don't like it. So I'm always watching DVDs and hearing the, the voices. And then I met the, the uh, the actors just to look if we can speak, if we have find find a form of conversation, and if it's possible di- directly contract.
2: Yeah? So what what was the experience with Paula Beer? Do you remember what? Right, what it
1: was for transit? Yeah, it was for many, many years ago. She was very. It was like this. Uh, Fran- uh, François Ozon. She uh, uh, she had made a movie with François Ozon, and this time François Ozon is preparing this movie in Berlin. Yeah? We met. Uh, I like him very much. We met in Berlin, and he asked me for the German dialogues. If, if I can have a look to this dialogues, if they are good, and we are working there for two, three hours. Of this 10 pages. Yeah? And he showed me uh, photos of her and said, uh, 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 "There is. Uh, we have the same casting agent also. Okay. Yeah? And uh, he said... It's the
2: same one who passed away. Yeah, okay.
1: Simone Bär. Yeah. yeah. She's also here in the, the last Jonathan Glazer movie from Cannes. She has also done. Oh, yeah? wow. you know, Michael Haneke and so. She's fantastic. He was a, she was a fantastic woman. And... Uh, so she um, and and he showed me Paula Baer and said I saw her when she was fourteen, but she's a really she's a woman now, yeah? and he said she's great. Yeah? And I he so I I can look this his the rehearsal uh, uh, tapes he had made with her, and then I ask her directly. And she thought she had to play in front of a camera, the casting. And I said, "No, no, I just want to talk two or three sentences." Do you read the book by Anazegos? Yes, I like it. And some t- some things I didn't like. And uh, and we ask, and I know that she's intelligent. She's clear. She's n- she's a good good person. I must say, really good. Uh, no, there's no mean in her. Is that the right word, mean. Meanless. Mm-hmm? No. Mean-less. Ah, yeah, yeah. And then, so we make directly the contract. Yeah.
2: And Thomas Schubert, like, what was it that immediately struck you about him?
1: I've seen three movies uh, uh, in, in four weeks. One by, uh, it's a crime story by Dominic Graf. In, it's a Roof. it's the name of uh, the series in Germany. Then I saw him uh, from Berlin School, Ulrich Köhler, a movie with him. And a comedy, Netflix comedy, King of Stonks. Yeah, so... And uh, and I thought king
2: of stonks yeah king okay. of stonk
1: yeah it's really it's, it's right. good oh uh, <laughs> yeah
2: we can move on yeah, it's,
1: it's for for me it's a problem to see someone uh, I want to work with in, in a whole movie I just can look for ten minutes because it's it's another guy I just want to see something
2: uh-huh.
1: and uh, so I saw, I saw these three movies and I didn't mention i didn't recognize Mm. that this is the same actor
2: wow okay
1: yeah this uh, the first movie he's a he's a fat guy without a boring the second one he's he's in the king of stonks he's he's a broker yeah yeah (laughs) and so it it was interesting someone Mm. told me it's thomas schubert and 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 simone bear told me this could be the right guy for the movie yeah he's because the the fr- uh, first thing, I, uh, uh, first I thought about a very handsome guy, mm. like a seaweed, barley guy. Yeah, so yeah? so Paula Bear could fall fall in love. Yeah, but I'm really <laughs> that's sh- a high bar. <laughs> yeah, but you hate someone who's an asshole mm. and is handsome in the same moment. Mm. Yeah, this if you will, I will, would leave the cinema directly. Yeah, so and but you. But the guy who's like him, you you want to embrace him, yeah, and you want to shook him and say what, start life, yeah, Mm. what's happening? This this you need. All heroes are a little bit sad. Sometimes they're a little bit dumb. They're mostly there, but they're mostly there sad and a little bit weak, yeah. And so, this was the right guy.
2: I'm afraid that we're out of time because Christian has to run all the way to IFC Center for his next QA so um, we'll end it on that note but I will shamelessly plug my interview with Christian that's on filmcommon.com where we where we went into uh, the film in a lot more detail if you want to hear more about him he's also going to be back tomorrow for a QA but thank you so much Christian this was thank so you. lovely thank you